We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome into this episode of Pack a Day Podcast. Uh, we are here to react to the unfortunate loss to the Detroit Lions, which at this point, I put on Twitter a little bit. Uh, that maybe it kind of feels like the 49ers a little bit right now, the Detroit Lions just beating us four times in a row. But you're stuck with uh, me, Jimmy Christensen, and then Nathan is is here as well. Uh, I'm filling in for Shanna and and Monty who aren't able to able to join today. Uh, so sorry, you've downgraded, but we're here to cover uh, cover <laughs> cover the Packers Lions game. Unfortunate loss, the final score 34 to 20. Uh, not a great first impression on national TV for Jordan Love and the Packers, but it uh, it was much better the second half, I guess we can say. But Nathan, what is what's your overall impressions? Obviously, we lost thirty four twenty. We were down twenty four three at half. What's your your overall feelings for the game? Some takeaways uh, that you have for it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, overall, very disappointing to be down 27-3. And, you know, they, they just looked very, very bad in that first half. Um, just a very, very deflating first half after, you know, you're going into this game excited. It's the first uh, game on national TV this season. And people kind of get their chance to see love for the first time, as you said. And it was just a complete dud. 
defense had the same issues. You know, the running game, they just cannot stop the run, um, which is infuriating. And yeah, the the offense, it's going to just be a an inconsistent year. It's going to be bumps and, and ups and downs. And like, this is kind of what you just have to expect with a young team, a uh, young quarterback and, you know, a, a defense led by Joe Barry. Like it's not going to be consistent. It's not going to be something that like a reliable team all year. There's going to be, we've already seen it this year. There's going to be halves where they're really good. There's going to be halves where they're really bad. They're going to be terrible for three quarters and play a really good fourth quarter. They're going to be great for three quarters and play a really bad fourth quarter. They're just going to be kind of all over the place. And it's going to be, one of those years where, you know, I, the record is probably going to hover around 500 all throughout the year. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're kind of just going to be up and down. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. You don't have to worry too much about their record at the end of the year, but it's like, I, I, I want to see them as the season goes along, start to get a little bit more consistent, but this was just another inconsistent game where they can't, you know, they played a decent, good third quarter, but Outside of that, and again, especially that first half, 27 to 3, it's like they just can't really put it together. The only game they've kind of been able to do that was the Bears game, but they that's also the Bears. So, uh, yeah, it's an XFL team. You can't really count it. Yeah, it doesn't really count. So, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's hard to really get a good gauge on this team because there's still stuff with love that you see that's, that's good and that keeps you, keeps you pulled in and like, okay, I, I believe in him. But then there's definitely been some bad. But again, you're not expecting him to be like great or amazing out there. It's his first year as the full-time starter. You know, it's not going to be amazing, but um, like the first half was, was even worse than, you know, a lot worse than you'd expect, but he also, the O line problems. It was, it was just a mess. The first half, they really, they couldn't do anything right in the first half. They couldn't run the ball. They didn't, you know, Aaron Jones wasn't on the field much. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. Couldn't protect the quarterback. Love was also missing guy. Like they, they couldn't do anything right. And it was, yeah, that first that first half uh, was very tough. Uh, the offensive line, abysmal. Like it, I uh, I said this on Lombardi's bar. Shameless plug. Uh, it was tough to see Jordan Love. Like it was hard to tell. Like how much is it the offensive line is terrible, and how much is it that Jordan Love is just feeling that pressure? Because out of all the games so far, this was the one where he felt the most pressure by far. Like he was scrambling, he was on his ass a lot. He got sacked four to, or five times this game, uh, and even I guess the epitome of it too was just at the end of the half when they tried to do a hail mary play, which is kind of the when it's at the end of the half and you're doing a hail mary play, usually you're able to move around a little bit to be able to just chuck it up there. But he had no chance and was sacked right away. Uh, it was tough, man. Like there was no run game. The Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon combined 10, 10 carries uh, for 29 yards. You're not going to win a game. I don't care who you're playing. You're not going to win a game if you're running 10 times for 29 yards, especially going into a season where everything was, we're going to play off the run game. You activated Aaron Jones for a reason, which we expected him to be involved. He barely was involved until the second half. Granted, we, I guess we expected a little bit of a pitch count because of his hamstring, I know we did that weird, not weird. We did that triple option where <laughs> he got flipped on his head, which gave me Nick Chubb PTSD. Just those low hits to the knees just scare me. But overall, it was probably one of the worst first halves I've seen for the Packers in a very long time. It was just nothing was clicking. Uh, 
going from like an extreme high of Rudy Ford getting an interception yep. to 20 minutes later of an extreme low of like, oh shit, this Lions team is really uh, doing exactly what they did to us last season, especially that second game. Uh, it, it's hard to pick like the most disappointing part, but I think it goes to that offensive line and I, mm-hmm. I it falls like the left side. It, it's tough though, like, yeah, you're disappointed in their play, but when you have a player that was on the track to be a Hall of Famer and David Bakhtiari, maybe now playing in 2024, maybe not really ever suiting up to the level he was or consistent ever again. Uh, Elton Jenkins obviously is out, and then you have Royce Newman, who is somebody at the left guard. Uh, it's just tough, like... This Lions team, no matter what, like talent level, like I think the Packers and Lions like match up talent wise pretty well, but there's something about that defense, especially that that team just has an aggression and a physicality that the Packers team just doesn't like we we've seen us get punched in the mouth mouth multiple times over the over the past years. And I have to give our team credit. Like you said, in the third quarter, we bounced back a little bit, started fighting back, which we haven't seen in years past. But there's something about this Lions team where, like, it doesn't matter if they're they could be down 100 points and they're still going to just hit you time and time again and make it a physical, aggressive game. And I just don't know if the Packers are suited to face that kind of matchup. Yeah, that's 100%. That jumped off the screen to me was just that the Lions were so much faster, so much more aggressive. And like you said, it's not, it, there's not a huge talent gap there. We have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, but it consistently seems like we, don't maximize that talent. It's just, it. we're always, you know, especially on defense where I feel like every year it's like we have so much defensive talent, like we should be so good and they're just never able to put it all together. And yeah, the Lions just absolutely dominated us for a majority of this game. And like in the trenches, yeah, the I mean, our offensive line was awful, you know, and, and that's why it's also a little bit hard to judge Love because first few weeks he's playing with, you know, almost everyone that he needs out, you know, he's got Watson out, he's got uh, Jones out, Dobbs was hurt for a little bit. Like, it's it's very tough to judge him on that. And then now yeah. he's playing in a game with the whole left side of his own line being out. And it's like, it, you know, obviously some of it you can put on him. Like the accuracy stuff, I think that's definitely a concern. He hasn't been very accurate. The completion percentage has been low. And just a lot of like off-target throws, which, you know, we're used to Aaron Rodgers, who's, the most accurate passer of all time. So we have very high standards for that, but I do definitely think that's been a struggle and something that, you know, where we got to pay attention to so that, that you can put on him, but the other stuff, it's like, I don't, like you said, I'm not really sure how much to put on him. I can't really sit there and like put all the blame on Jordan love because he had no time to throw today. Um, And then the other side of the ball, yeah, the, the running game for Detroit. And we obviously know how bad the Packers run defense has been over the years, but today, yeah. 43, 43 carries for 211 yards. Um, that's insane. 43 carries. I, I looked up. It's the second most for any team this year so far in the NFL. And Dave Montgomery had 32 for 121 and three scores. And he was it's just questionable it, coming into today. Yeah, that's the craziest I, part. He I wasn't even healthy, in, healthy. I benched him in two fantasy leagues. I'm really mad. Uh, <laughs> I would be pissed off right now. Honestly. I thought, cause I was like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I know our run defense sucks, but I'm like, I, I, 
did think the Packers were going to win this game. And I did think, yeah. you know, he's coming back from injury. So they're probably going to be a little cautious with him. No, 30, 30 plus wow. carries. And yeah, dude, I, I, it's very disappointing to just see the same stuff happen over and over with the defense. Um, the lone bright spot was Quay Walker, who had 19 tackles and was yep. all over the place tonight. But I mean, outside of that, it was it was pretty bad. And um, it, it feels like teams can just whenever they want, they can just run for seven yards on us, yep. like at will. It's just like if you have a you, you could put anyone back there, and it's just they're going to get seven yards every carry and. It's it's just so frustrating. You just watch it and you just feel so helpless. And then on our side, yeah, as you said, Jones and Dylan, 10 carries for 29 yards. Like it's it's that's not going to you're not winning anything with that. No, absolutely not. And I always I said to Des today, uh, my wife, that like I feel like the defensive coordinator right now for the Packers is like the defense against a dark arts teacher for Harry Potter of like it's just cursed. It doesn't matter yeah. what who you get there. The run game, the run defense will just never be there. Like it's the third round curse and the defensive coordinator curse, right? Yes. Now. Whereas yes. like your run defense is just always going to be bad, is where I'm at. Because it doesn't yeah. matter the talent we have on this defense, it should not be that way. And we've seen what they can do against like with the pass rush, uh, pass rush. I know today we only got two sacks, but like Gary was getting pressure. Carl Brooks, we saw. I know he had the sack that was in the backfield, but and we, ha- we do have to give credit to the Lions offensive line. Uh, I know Taylor Decker came back today. They they had another player out. But, like, still, it is one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. But I don't know. It's just – it's so frustrating. Time and time again, you have – and we I think we saw both sides of what you can do when a player comes back from an injury. We had the mm-hmm. David Montgomery version where they just said, hey, you're back. We're going to use you like a player – and give you a, a lot of carries, a 30 over 30 carries, and get tons of yards and three touchdowns. And you had Aaron Jones in the first half, where I think people forgot that we activated him for a little bit because he just wasn't involved in the team. He he had uh, seven snaps in the first half total. It doesn't make sense. This is a year after year thing at halftime. What are you guys gonna do with Aaron Jones? We gotta do better to get him involved. Yeah, like, and I'm like, why don't you just do it? Like yeah, it's it's insane, dude. And then I saw so I, I just looked at the first half. Someone posted the first half numbers, like the snap counts and routes run and stuff. And yeah, so Jones only played seven, seven total snaps in the first half. And in the first half, A.J. Dillon had more routes run than both Jaden Reed and uh, Dontavion Wicks. I'm like, how is AJ Dillon running 11 routes? Yeah, and those guys are sense. running like nine and nine and seven routes, uh, respectively. But I'm like, that's that's just terrible. Like that cannot happen. It was a very very poorly prepared game from uh, poorly prepared game plan from Matt Lafleur today. In my yeah, opinion. no, for sure. Because in the first half, it was a lot of. It seemed like again, I'm not Dusty Evely. I'm not a offensive genius either. But it's just. It seemed like a lot of their plays too were kind of like longer developing. When you have a pass rush that's coming at you like this, you have to do those quick shots, especially yeah. too with your left tackle and left guard out and your left guard backup being Royce Newman. Like, you know, they're going to target that side. They moved agent uh, Hutchinson right over Newman because they knew Josh Meyer, Royce Newman are going to have to both go to Aiden Hutchinson who are your worst two offensive linemen right now. So it's like they planned it perfectly. 
Like you, you target that left side. Love was under pressure a lot, but still we like wanted to do these long developing plays, which we saw in the second half too. Again, love stepped up. Like we'd love, I would love no pun intended to see that stuff happen in the first half. Just those like that rhythm and confidence kind of grow. And again, it's not all on him because of that pass rush, but there's just no, it's hard to come back when you're down 27, three. And if we continue to start slow, it's kind of like almost the opposite of what Rogers has been of like the third quarter being kind of the last couple of seasons bad for them of they kind of start a little bit hot. And then the second half come out just dull of where we've kind of been the opposite of the bears game going into half kind of close third quarter. We pulled away Falcons game. Same thing. Third quarter. We pulled away. Obviously we fumbled that one saints game fourth quarter. We came back and won, but like we can't rely on the team, just having that grit to just fight in that second half. Like at some point we have to put four quarters together and be a, a normal ball team. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you guys really need to make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day routine. Pizza is the ultimate game day food. There is no question about it. If there's one thing that rivals my love for the Green Bay Packers and my love of football, it's my love of pizza. And right now you can actually order online during their pizza pizza pregame. It's one hour before NFL games and you can get ready for football, fun, choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza, pick the toppings that you crave. Me, this is going to sound weird. I know because you know uh, my pickiness with food. I love mushroom and onion. That is my absolute favorite pizza. I know it's probably not everyone else's. And of course, you know you love my food takes, but I love mushroom and onion pizza. I love it from Little Caesars. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone's going to score with convenient delivery. They also have their in-store pizza portal. So you can pick up, you can grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. Trust me, you're going to love it. And, And if I have to recommend one thing for sure, have to get the crazy bread. The crazy bread is an absolute must. Enjoy it. Enjoy your game day and enjoy it more with Little Caesars. Fellas, are you running into some stubble trouble? Are you dreaming of that clean shaven look, but hate going through the hassle of a wet shave every other day? 
I know you are. That's why we've partnered with Manscaped. The brand for Below the Waist is coming to save that beautiful face. Yes, sir, Manscaped now has beard products and is going a step further with the launch of their brand new Handyman Electric Face Shaver. It's designed to give your face that smooth and chiseled finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Head over to manscaped.com and use code PACKADAY for 20% off and free shipping. You may have noticed my recently cleanly shaved face over on the YouTube channel, and that perfect shave was brought to you by Manscaped's Handyman. The best part is I was able to get the exact shave I wanted without any of the usual mess of traditional shavers. I've also used their signature Beard Hedger, which is a juggernaut of fixing faces. You can trim your beard to 20 different lengths all in one guard, so using this thing is amazing, and basically it's perfect. No matter what tool you use, you can't go wrong with Manscaped's line of products. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PACK a day at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code packaday. That's P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y, no hyphens. Hit that refresh button with the handyman. It's finally football season, which means it's also finally daily fantasy football season. And while I get excited to play daily fantasy every year around this time, I'm even more excited this year because I'll be using prize picks for all my daily fantasy selections. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Even better, they offer ultra quick withdrawals to make all your transactions super fast and easy. Also keep an eye out for weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. My favorite, Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discount select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Before football season ramps up, I've been using prize picks for my MLB and college football picks as I prep for a season of winning in daily fantasy football. The experience has been amazing, and it's increased my daily enjoyment of watching Brewers and Badger games. Now, it's time to get some Jordan Love entries in prior to this weekend's game. The great thing for me is that they offer Apple Pay, which makes depositing money into my account so incredibly easy. So what are you waiting for? Join me on Prize Picks by going to prizepickscom packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepickscom packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Thirty. I think we had thirty-two total yards in the first half because I know they they didn't pick up a first down until like midway through the second quarter. It was so ugly, and it was off a penalty too. Like our first, our first, first down was off a penalty. That's embarrassing as hell. We got to third down, and I'm like, well, we're gonna punt, and then they (laughs) throw the flag. I'm like, let's go. You know, we got one, and uh, yeah. So that was that was very depressing. Just watching it. You know, again, like you said, it started out so well. They got that pick and you're set up in the red zone and you're like, all right, let's go. And immediately, like there was incompletion, sack, and then they just settled for a field goal and they could do absolutely nothing after that. And Love had, you know, a couple ugly misses in this game, that interception at the end, which it was at a meaningless time, but the interception at the end was very ugly. Like, as I said, just just some accuracy stuff that I'm like, okay, like I'm, I definitely have some concerns there. I don't think, I don't think Jordan. Like I think he'll be fine. I'm I'm not worried about him being like he's he's a bad quarterback. I think he's a fine quarterback, but I think his ceiling isn't. I, I'm I'm not a huge believer in how high his ceiling is simply because of the accuracy stuff that I've seen so far. And I know it's you know That's it's fair. early, it's early. Like it's it's not you can't fully judge him yet. But usually, like with accuracy, it's hard to just all of a sudden become accurate for a quarterback. Like we haven't seen many quarterbacks that like struggle with accuracy and then all of a sudden just like flip a switch and they're just hitting everything. Like you kind of either have that or you don't. Um, yeah. And so 
I'm like, that's why I'm kind of like, I think like he can still make throws. He, we saw that, you know, he made a couple nice throws today. Still, he had the great throw to uh, read on the deep ball. And so like, he's still very capable, but I think consistency wise, like being able to be consistently accurate. I just don't think that'll ever kind of be his thing. And that'll be something that maybe holds him back a little bit. But again, I don't want to completely judge his future on three or four games here, but just, just what I'm seeing so far. No, absolutely. And it like, both of his interceptions, the first one, a tip that turned into an interception, the second with Dobbs. And this was the second time in the game that I saw on the broadcast of like Dobbs get animated after, after a play, but it was, they just, it was just a miscommunication, yeah. which I think is, a, again, we've seen Rogers have miscommunications with wide receivers before. It's just, this one turned into an interception. He was going into an in route turn it to a corner to an uh, going into the end zone. Him and love had a had love read it differently and threw it right away. So like, I, it's, I will it's admit, I didn't even, tough. yeah, I will admit I didn't, I didn't even see the replay on that. So maybe I shouldn't blame love for it too much because he threw the pick and I was like, gosh, darn it. And so I kind of went in the other room. I was mad, but oh yeah, no, you're, it was one of those things like Dobbs cut in and was open but he saw the back of the end zone where there was no defenders and thought I'm going to turn up and that's going to be a touchdown. But yeah. love said, Oh, you're open and threw it right away. Okay. So it was, it was just a miscommun- miscommunication on their end. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I drank a little bit tonight. That's why I'm stuttering. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that throw live, that throw live looked really like, like just watching the play live. Bad. It looked, it looked so bad. You're like, he just threw it into, you know, two defenders basically. And just terrible. Like it was, it was one of those throws that I thought was just like some awful throw. For Dobbs sure. had Dobbs had nine for 95 tonight. So that's one. He's uh, been, so he yeah. Good. And like this whole season Dobbs has been, I know Watson, this is the first game back. You can't expect him to put up a lot of numbers, two catches. I think it was like 25 yards and a touchdown, mm. which it sucks that Watson's like first contribution to the team this year was a tackle on an interception. Uh, but it was nice to see him get a couple passes and hopefully next week against the Raiders kind of, or yeah, that's next week, right? Yeah. Uh, build it up a little bit more. I think with Love, you mentioned his accuracy. I I feel like we're going back from like, like you said, we had Rodgers who was the most accurate quarterback that I've ever seen probably of all time. And before him, we had Favre. And I feel like Love definitely leans a little bit more towards towards like the Favre mentality of like, I see a player and I trust my arm. Let's see if it works. But I think he has that like Rogers in his head a little bit of like, Hey, take care of the ball. Like make sure you, so I, I'm hoping that right now that like pineapple express movie of like this weed strain and this weed strain make a baby. I hope Favre and <laughs> Rogers make a baby and it's yeah. Jordan love right now. Like you get the best yeah. of both worlds of a gun gunslinger and have in the back of their mind of, Hey, let's not do the dumb shit that turns the ball over. But yeah. again, it's only it's only four games like we have to see. And I, I think some of it, too, could just be, you know, it could be improved by, um, you know, just he'll have more confidence as any young QB will naturally when he has all of his guys healthy, when he has a healthy old line, when he feels more comfortable out there. Like he obviously should feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I, I mean, he's overall these first four weeks to me looked pretty comfortable overall, like for a first year starting quarterback. Like he's looked pretty good, but there's going to be a little bit of that, you know, a little indecisiveness, a little bit of, you know, panic, just a little bit and maybe 
you know, it just caused you to be a little inaccurate when, you know, again, you're missing, was missing Watson for so long. Dobbs was hurt for a little bit. O-line's been banged up, jo- missing Jones. Like you're just not quite as comfortable when you don't have all your guys. So if he, if he's put in a better situation and he's just got a better team around him or a better offense around him, I could see it help just improving his decisiveness and confidence overall. And that can help the accuracy. So yeah, again, I'm not trying to sound like it's, it's, doomed or anything you know and again oh, yeah. i think he's Definitely i think either not. way even if he even if he never is a suit like known as a super accurate quarterback like he can still be a very competent quarterback he can still be completely fine and someone that like you can roll with going forward um you know there's plenty of good qbs that aren't like the most accurate guys it's just like they can as long as you can make make, make some plays and he can make plays that's a josh allen right now not yeah. not that accurate but can make plays and we've seen with jordan love's feet like this is two games in a row right now too we had that draw play where he scored that touchdown two weeks in a row with a back uh, with a, a rushing touchdown. He almost had that two point conversion. I thought he had it, and all of a sudden went down. They showed the replay, which was a great play by the the Lions defender. But having a quarterback, and again, Rodgers was definitely more mobile, like in the earlier parts of his career. Obviously, as you get older, that goes away. But it's a uh, it's nice to kind of see that getting brought back into the fold of the offensive arsenal. I guess. Uh, going into next week, we have, this is such a weird month because we have, I think only three games from now until like October 22nd, because they have Thursday night. Then we go to Monday night against the, against the Raiders. And then we have a bye week and then it's just a weird, a weird span. But as, uh, as we go into the next game, like what are the big areas that you want to see cleared up or cleaned up, uh, to, to kind of get a W? I mean, obviously, first and foremost is the run defense. You know, you're going to have Josh Jacobs, who's going to get a heavy dose of work in that yep. game. And it's just like, and I don't have faith that it's going to change because we've been wanting yeah. it to change for years. And I just, I, I don't think it will. But yeah. you just can't let these guys run for six, seven yards, like almost every single play and just con- completely control the game that way. Um, it's got to be, it's got to be cleaned up a little bit. And you know, again, and offensively, obviously it'll be more like you just, you got to get Aaron Jones more involved. I'll give them a slight pass for this game if he really just wasn't 100% yet. But at that point, again, it's like, why activate him if, yep. like, I was assuming, okay, he's activated, he's ready to go, he's very close to 100%. They're going to give him close to a full workload and he gets five carries and one catch. Um, so definitely have to get him way more involved in, like, if he's, once he's you, you know used again as your top weapon, then I'm going to be a lot more comfortable about our offense and and confident about our offense. Um, so those would just be the two things: get Aaron Jones more involved more offensively and get him back to 100. percent And then the most obvious thing is just stop the run. Yeah, no, 100. percent And I, the other thing too is the schedule worked out perfectly to have a 10 week or 10 day break then the bye week of just how the team is right now. Like with how David Bakhtiari is probably won't see him the rest of the season had surgery today or yesterday uh, is already scheduled in a few weeks from now to have another surgery to hopefully be okay for 2024. So like he's probably out the whole year, but then you look at uh, Elton Jenkins, like we need him back. Just the drop off from Elton to Royce Newman is huge. Uh, Jair Alexander going against Devontae Adams will be an incredible matchup. Uh, we need him there as well. Like we need him back. 
it's just kind of getting that health back to where it should be. And like, you're always going to, you're always going to have health problems, injuries in the NFL. It's just, it's just how the game is. uh, And I'm sure every team feels this way. It just sucks that I feel like it's the best player at every position right now for the Packers decide, not decides just happens to get hurt. Uh, So hopefully we can get some of these top guys back like Devondre Campbell coming into the, coming back into the uh, middle of the defense. Like Quay has been playing incredible, but there's such a huge difference between McDuffie and Campbell. Like having another solid veteran and all pro in the middle of the defense will be huge. Alexander on the outside, like Carrington Valentine has been great uh, for a late round rookie, but obviously you're going against Devontae Adams. You need your best defensive player on the field. And right now that is Jay Alexander, especially against top competitors. Like when he, we've seen in the past when he goes against people that maybe aren't that talented, Sometimes I don't want to say he slacks off, but when he, whenever he faces a top guy, he's always been locked in and ready to go. And I think just the Devonte Adams Jair think matchup will be fun to watch as a fan, and obviously, especially as a Packer fan, seeing a, a former Packer great being on another team. So health is a big concern, and like you said, stopping that run. Josh Jacobs is a monster, and if they get him going. It's you, any team gets a run game going, it's hard to stop it. Like, yeah, you have to do it from the jump. Once it gets that momentum, you're kind of, you're kind of screwed once it gets going. So we'll see. I, I really, really want to see. I hope Jair is playing in that game. I would love to see him and him and Adams together because it's like, I love Adam so much too that it's like, I, I want to see, you know, obviously you're rooting for Jair every play, but like, you're also like, I, I mean, Adams is just so good and so fun to watch yeah. that like there'll be times where he probably beats Jair and it's like, okay, respect. Like you just got, it's just going to be fun to watch. Um, I want to see him talk shit to each other. Honestly, yeah, like I yeah. want a very chippy matchup and yeah. I think that's just the immaturity in me, but I want just everyone talking. Yeah. I want a Jalen Ramsey Jair experience. And you talked about all the injuries and how, you know, they're also all coming at, they're kind of the the best players at a lot of positions that are getting hurt. And it's, it's another thing to, you know, just put into perspective and kind of have some patience with, with this team. And as I said, you're going to, we needed patience to begin with for this season. Like it was never going to be just a smooth sailing season that goes great. Like there's going to be ups and downs. It's going to look ugly at times. Um, it's just that that's how it was going to be to begin with. And then you add on these injuries and it's like, well, now it's really going to go poorly at times. And, you know, again, waiting to kind of completely judge this team and not freaking out after every single loss and, and panicking after every single loss. Cause that's, that's kind of what we, that that's the old pack. Like, or I mean, last year and in, in the Rogers era Packers is like, they, like every time they lost, you'd kind of overact a little bit because they're expected to win every single game. And you have such yep. high expectations that like every loss felt huge. That's not this team anymore. Like this is supposed to be just like, all right, it, obviously you want to win the game, but just accept that there's going to be some ugly ones. It's like, that's okay. You want to see some improvements and, and stuff for the next game. And it's just like put stuff into perspective and, and try to have some patience, but I know that it's hard for people because sports fans are not the most patient people in the world. Oh yeah. And like, if you look at our schedule right now, like looking at these next games, it's the Raiders. Not that great. Broncos. Owen three are going against the Owen three bears. There's a real chance that they're the bears first win. Uh, Vikings again, Owen three 
Rams look better this year, but still a winnable game. Steelers, again, not a great team. And the Chargers, who are one and two. Like, there is a reality where we win the next six games. Like, is it, is it pop? Like, it's not, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like, if they don't win the next six, am I going to be upset? No, because it's the NFL. But if you look at these teams, like, it's, we're only four games into the season and we're two and two and we played Falcons who have an incredible run game. Uh, their defense is up and coming, like whatever saints. We came back. We had a, a the biggest fourth quarter comeback in Packers history, like with Jordan love a first time, a first year starter uh, and a defense that we've had questions about. Like that's again, a big step. We lost to the lions who a lot of people had as one of the better teams in the NFC. So like, I think they're, it makes sense to be frustrated about this loss because I'm frustrated as well. But like we're a young team trying to figure it out. This year was an evaluation year. And at the end of the day, looking at these next six games, there's a a very good possibility that we end it with a, I don't know, five and or go five and one out of the next six, four and two out of the next six. And that's probably a lot better than a lot of Packer fans thought we'd be at this time, just looking at the team. So, and, and hopefully this is where you mentioned those teams. Hopefully this is where the offense can start humming a little bit. Cause as you number one, get guys healthy and you know, you, you now have Watson back. Jones is coming back and should be back at full strength um, next week. And then hopefully Jenkins comes back, but like, yeah, you've got Raiders, Broncos, Vikings, Rams, chargers, like those teams all have, Four defenses, and so yeah. it's like that. Those are the Steelers teams are the only scary one. Yeah, the Steelers are are a good defense, but it's like five of those six games, you should be able to move the ball. You should be able to put up some points, um, and so maybe this can get them some confidence, get them humming a little bit to to have that easier part of the schedule at least defensive wise. Because you know, Saints, Falcons, Lions all have you know pretty good defenses this season, and so it's like it's they're not great teams to completely judge your your offense on totally and again especially with the injuries so yeah so kind of summarize it up bucks we lost early in the season we'll be good just give some patience to the team uh we'll see what happens injuries come back you never really know uh a young team we'll, we'll figure it out but uh nathan where can uh just kind of wrap it up where can people follow you at uh just because i know herman's gonna put out probably a much more detailed and much smarter uh, podcast than anything I'm involved in. <laughs> yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Nathan Marzion, just my name, all one word, N-A-T-H-A-N-M-A-R-Z-I-O-N. Perfect. Go ahead. Follow me, Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, pack report articles, Lombardi's bar, game on Wisconsin, all that stuff will be posted there, but uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Sucks. It ended in a loss, uh, but we're back next week, Monday night against the Raiders. Uh, So hopefully we get a W, but as always, thank you for listening and go Paco. 